Hello, and welcome to 5 to 1, a minute-to-minute podcast review of Zack Snyder's director's cut of the Justice League. I'm Harry Slack, and with me as always is my longtime associate, Ben Smolin. Ben, how are you today? You know, Harry, you said something at the end of yesterday's episode that I've been holding on to and I wanted to address. I found it very interesting. You said that, uh, as you were signing off, we love you with all our heart. (laughs) And the lack of an S on heart... um, intrigued me as though we share a heart mm-hmm. as a podcast. Is that how you meant it? Yes. For new listeners, right. I'll direct you to episode 79 if you want to know more about what's going on here. For long-time listeners, I have a treat. It's a new segment with its own intro music. I'll play it now. Ding dong dee Do you fancy a cup of tea? Ben, this uh, segment's called Fancy a Cup of Tea. Uh-huh. Um, do you fancy a cup of tea, Ben? Ah, uh, there have been times in which I love a cup of tea. I, I usually like it mint. Oh, I was about to ask, what sort of tea would you like me to serve you today? Mint a tea, little please. Mint tea. Like Here a peppermint. You go, please have a, or have, Moroccan mint. Have a, have a Moroccan mint tea for you. There Ooh, you go. that sounds divine. Mm. Can we get a little sip of the, the tea? Tell me how it tastes. Ooh, Harry. Oh, you burn the tea and it's way too hot. Yeah, you got pumped, baby. Ding. Fancy a cup of tea. That's fancy a cup of tea. Very wonderful segment. With that out of the way, Ben, I've just watched Minute 102 of the Mr. Snyder Cut of Justice League, which is not the film's true title, but rather a lighthearted moniker we used to save some time here and there. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and remind our audiences that uh, when we left off, we were at the judge's table of Top Chef. Uh, three nervous uh-huh. chefs were standing in front of four disappointed judges, uh, Gail Simmons, Padma Lakshmi, uh, Tom Colicchio, and Crypto the Superdog, if he can speak human speak. Uh, if Crypto cannot speak human speak, then Eric Repair would be uh, fine in the movie. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, the chef on the far left clearly thinks that she shouldn't be there. The chef in the middle is uh-huh. sopping wet with sweat. The chef on the right is the Bone King, wearing Groucho glasses and a lady's wig so that no one knows it's him. And now we're all caught up to uh, to where we are to the current time. Take it away. Uh, Tom Colicchio says, Sandra, you're the executive chef, and so much of this menu fell flat. You needed to step oh, up it's restaurant and take charge of this team. Yeah, this is Restaurant Wars. Uh, I, throwing in media res, you know what I mean? Daryl, your, scar- <laughs> uh, your scallops were under-seasoned and overcooked, and they just ruined a perfectly good tomato water. Joan King... You spent too much time muttering to yourself in the walk-in freezer. And so your panna cotta didn't have that slight quiver that we're looking for at this level of the competition. You're three great chefs, but unfortunately, one of you has to leave today. Padma? Padma. Joan King, please pack your knives and go. The Bone King. Thank you for the opportunity. I knew panna cotta was a risk given the time we had, but I'll never forget my time here with these incredible chefs. Before I go, can I just ask, what do you do with all the bones when you're done with them? Like, where did all those pig bones end up after that pig challenge we did? Tom Colicchio. We throw them in that bone pile over there. Bone King. Can I have them? Gail Simmons. For $30,000 American. Bone King. Well then, pow pow, baby! He takes off his mask. Everyone get on the ground, because I guess this is a bone heist. Bone boys, attack. If Crypto can speak human talk, then he just stops the Bone King right there, and then, because he's a super dog. Tom Colicchio gives Crypto a bone for being such a good boy, and the movie ends. You were done the movie? If Crypto does not speak human talk, then Eric Repair cowers in fear as the Bone Boys do their horrible bone dance. Cut to Daryl, somehow covered in more sweat in the interview room, talking to the camera. Daryl. 
When it turned out that Joan King as uh, when it turned out that Joan King was <laughs> the Bone King. I'm afraid we're gonna uh, have to wait for Daryl's no. oh, <laughs> talking boy. head interview. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, Ben, go ahead. Yeah, and just out of curiosity, are, do you think is this is Justice League Four gonna span the entirety of this project? I think I'm gonna. Where am I? We're in. I'm about to get to the set part two, right? Okay. Oh, so we've got a lot. Yeah, left. we got. Okay. You know, this is just all exposition, getting set up, and then okay. we'll get the great, great conflict great. and then okay. resolution. So I'll just say about about the actual minute. This was a incredibly confusing minute to me. Interesting. Um, tell so me more. Doctor Silas. Doctor Silas Stone walks into his apartment. Yeah. Right. Where he lives with his son. Yes. I believe his his little robot boy. Um, and he turns on the lights. And what he finds on the table is a smashed tape recorder. Yes, heartbreaking. One of the most heartbreaking scenes yeah, and, and in the movie. Like, oh, Victor, this was such high quality mm-hmm. Sony. Um, and then he like he walks deeper into the apartment, and he's it's like oh, it's a mess. And then a parademon like pops yeah. out. To like, and that's basically great end of the minute, very suspenseful. Yeah. But this minute really fucked with my brain because the timeline is. Honestly, indecipherable mm-hmm. because I have to imagine Dr. Silas Stone goes home more than once every couple of months. Yes. And so let's say he, like how how long do you think it was since he left him that tape recorder that explained his powers? So mm-hmm. like as everything we've seen of Cyborg being Cyborg occurred over the last 24 hours. Right. Right. Because it's like. Like because he's smat, like he hears the recording, he learns his powers, he goes into the whatever the cyborg temple, yeah. you know, hero's land. Yeah. He robs a bank. He meets with Wonder Woman. He can now fly fine. Like he he buries a cyborg box to keep it from a, a cicada man. Like this all happened in twenty four hours because, or else, like you know, Silas Stone would have seen the broken tape right. recorder. So like I find this to be kind of indecipherable. Yeah. This gets back, I think, exactly to our whole criticism, which is that Cyborg just needs his own movie because sure. I think they're jamming too much. So there's no continuity do you, do of time. You, do you do you agree with what I'm yes. saying? Okay. I have no sense of time in the Cyborg story. That's all the time we have for reviews today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take the time to subscribe, rate, review, or otherwise support this Probably. project. I got short change on my review time there. are looking for a way to support this project, you can also um, try to tweet at Zack Snyder and get him on. Also, 5 to one pod one at uh, Barry, Twitter.com. Where, are, where in the world will you be tomorrow? Oh, that's right. I'll be in the Grand Canyon, so uh, we'll, we'll have see a very, how that we'll have goes. a very special Grand Canyon episode tomorrow. Take care, everyone. We love you with all our heart.